mom life. It's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow. And we all know there will be little bumps along the way, but why not have fun and enjoy the little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I'm excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Hey friends, welcome back. Guess what? Today we have a fun little thing in store for you. So this month is Preptober for us, okay? So we're learning about all things prep, okay? Emergency prep. So I have a little story for you. Okay, you're at your home and you see on the mountain behind you a huge wildfire. Oh my goodness, Um, that's coming pretty close to our house. Holy cow, that's a lot of smoke. Holy cow, that's a lot of fire and it's really close by. Okay, we just got an emergency alert. Okay, oh my goodness, we're supposed to evacuate. We have one hour to get whatever is important to us and take it out of our house and go. And we don't even know where we're supposed to go to yet. We just have to evacuate. What thoughts go through your mind? If you are in your home and you have a fire coming behind you and this fire is coming pretty rapidly you only have a short amount of time. Now, hours seems like a long time to be able to gather all the things that you need. Like an hour, yeah, I got that. Not a big deal. But when your house and possibly life is on the line, you don't think very clearly. Your heart starts racing. You start getting worried and frantic and you weren't expecting this to happen. It was just a normal day. Like, where did this come from? This wasn't supposed to happen, right? Well, sometimes things like this happen and It happened to good people. It's not like you have to be sinning to have something like this happen, right? It's part of life sometimes. And disruptions happen. Emergencies happen. But for those who are prepared, they shall not fear. So today I want to dive into ways that we can prepare and have a plan for our families so that in case of an emergency, for whatever reason it happens, we're prepared. Let's dive right in. Hey, mama, (laughs) didn't mean to scare you, but this is a true story. This really happened. This actually happened to my parents. So sometimes we are not aware of emergencies that can happen in our own area. We we feel like, you know, like in Arizona, well, we're not really going to have anything happen. We're not going to have hurricanes. We're not going to have crazy ice storms or anything like that. It just doesn't really happen, right? Arizona is pretty mild when it comes to anything, but we do get pretty insane monsoons. We could have flooding issues. We could have windstorm type issues from our dust storms and different things. Sometimes we get microburst type um, issues (laughs) that we have to deal with. Sometimes roof tiles are falling off. It's usually nothing too crazy, but sometimes it can be, right? We could still possibly get a tornado. We could get an earthquake. We could have a house fire. We could have a forest fire, like in, uh, I guess it would be considered a cactus fire. (laughs) We don't really have pine trees, but... We get pretty hot here in Arizona and things catch fire quite often. We have high fire danger, you know, warnings quite often. So for us, those are some disruptions that we might have to deal with. When we do deal with crazy storms, we could easily have a power outage, right? So I'm going to give you three easy steps today to help you and your family prepare for emergencies no matter where you're at 
no matter where you live, what your family situation is like, you can find these three tips helpful and you'll be able to prepare your family so you don't have to worry about emergencies. And I want you to understand that this is not a um, a fear-based mentality, okay? A lot of people think that, you know, if you're prepping, then you're a prepper and you're all fearful of the future and you think that everything's going to go down and you're trying to hunker down everything and prepare everything as if you're going to die and like, you know, zombies are coming or something, right? <laughs> but that's not the case. Like, We've been taught in the scriptures that if ye are prepared, ye shall not fear. So if we know that things can happen, disruptions can happen in life and have already happened probably in a lot of our lives, like, for example, a power outage. Have you ever had a power outage where all of a sudden, you know, you didn't have any light and maybe your cell phone was dead and you couldn't charge it and you didn't have flashlights around because you didn't really prepare or think about that. Maybe you didn't have a candle and you were trying to figure out what to do. Maybe you were in the middle of making dinner and the stove turns off, right? And you're like, um, I guess we're going to have sandwiches tonight, but you don't have power in your fridge or freezer for who knows how long. So do you really want to keep opening it up to, you know, have the cold air come out and then not have things stay cool, right? So there's a lot of things that can happen. It's not the end of the world, right? But it's important to prepare for emergencies, Okay. So let's start with step number one, create a family survival kit, okay? A family survival kit is just simply a 72-hour kit, okay? You are going to take care of your family for 72 hours, which is three days, okay? Some people call it a bob, which is a bug out bag, meaning you would have to grab it and go, right? This would be in case of like an evacuation or um, it could be as simple as like your your house, right? You Maybe you had a, a house fire or a... Um, I don't know, a flood of some sort, whatever it was where you have to get out of your house quickly. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to travel out of state or something with it, right? But you need something to kind of take care of yourself for the next 72 hours. And you may not be able to go and get all your things gathered together, whether that be, you know, your hair and makeup stuff and your clothes and um, diapers and wipes for the baby and all these things. It's, It's hard to remember everything that you're supposed to gather when you have to just up and leave super fast. So having a family survival kit is a great thing to have because you can just grab that one bag and it has everything in it that you need, okay? So in case of emergency evacuation or disruption of some sort, you will have what you need to survive for the next 72 hours, okay? Now, in Thursday's episode, we're actually gonna go into a little more detail on what exactly you put inside this kit. But for now, just know that it's important to create a family survival kit or in other words, a 72-hour kit. Let's go on to step number two. Okay, step two, make a plan, okay? Sit down with your family, and this can be at any time, but whenever you do your family communication system for the week, right? That can be your family night, family home evening, um, family council, your Sunday night sit down, whatever you want to call it, right? Your, Your time where you chat with your family and let them know what's going on in the week and things that are coming up, right? So first of all, if you don't have that system, please get one. (laughs) It's so helpful. And we have episodes on it. I will link one in the show notes for the episode that can help you out with your family council, your Sunday night sit down, whatever you want to call it, your family communication plan. Okay. So on top of that, (laughs) let's go into how to make a plan. So ask yourself questions like, where is everything going to be stored? Okay, where am I going to store my my bug out bag, my 72-hour kit, whatever you want to call it? Where are you going to store that bag? And you have a family, right? We have a family of seven. That's seven big backpacks that we got to store because they're 
they got a lot in them, right? You got to have everything in one bag that you can just carry on your back and walk out the door, right? So you have to find a place to store these, but a place that is close enough to the door and kind of more out in the open so that you know to grab it on your way out and you don't forget to pack the bag that you had prepared, right? Um, it doesn't really help you if you don't actually take it with you. <laughs> so that's why it's important to make a plan. And with that plan, know, um, practice it, right? So think of going to school and having a fire drill, right? Is there going to be a fire in the school? Most likely not, but in case of an emergency, they need to make a plan and they need to follow through with that plan and practice it so that the kids do not freak out when they have a fryer drill. They know exactly what to do, where to go, who they're looking for, you know, who to be with, all of those things, right? So preparing for emergencies can really help us to create a sense of calm in a very intense and highly stressful situation. So when you are making a plan with your family, you need to know, you know, where is everything going to be stored? Where are you going to meet up? Create some sort of buddy system. You know, what parent is going to be in charge of what child? Especially if you have a bigger family like ours, sometimes it's hard to get to keep track of everyone, right? So if you have a parent assigned to certain children and then you have siblings assigned to certain people, you create like a double or triple buddy system to where you're like, okay, you know, this parent has this child and this child Make sure that they know where this parent is or they know where this sibling is and and report to each other. Have some sort of like return and report thing, you know, hey, the sibling is missing. We need to look for them or or hey, I can't find this parent or whatever. Right. So it's important to have some sort of a buddy system or a plan to where we know who's in charge of who and their stuff. If if one child forgot their backpack, make sure that one of the parents is in charge of getting that backpack. Right. Um, So just having some sort of a plan, creating that with your family, whatever that looks like for you, and a meetup spot. Where are you going to meet up? What's going to be your safe place? You know, do you have, um, again, all the information that you're going to need in your kit um, that goes along with it is going to be on Thursday. But think about also having emergency contact information in there so that if they forget where they need to go or they're not sure what to do, They have a place where they have information that they can take to a neighbor and say, hey, can you call this number? I don't know where my parents are or whatever, right? Have have some backup plans too. And then notify some neighbors as a part of it and just say, hey, we're doing a little drill and our safe spot is your house. And we would like to, you know, come to your house and and we want the kids to know that they can go there. Are you okay with that? You know, or, or something like that so that you have a safe place where they know how to get there. And what to do if they can't find you, they know where they can go, right? So that is step number two. Let's go to step number three. Okay, step number three, get familiar with your area. So we kind of talked a little bit about this at the beginning, but what natural disasters have occurred or might occur in your particular area? So I told you a few ideas with Arizona, Um, Utah, they deal with fires. They've had a tornado before, believe it or not, even in Salt Lake. Um, They have had earthquakes. They've had floods. I mean, they've got winter storms and things like that. You know, I know there's, um, if you get closer to the coast, you deal with hurricanes or um, tsunamis, whatever you want to call them. They have, you know, even just a tropical storm where it's not even a full-on hurricane, but it's still things that can damage. Um, Flooding and, you know, there's lots of different disruptions that we may deal with. Back east, they deal with 
severe ice storms, you know, or Arizona, we deal with severe heat. (laughs) You may not necessarily have to bug out and take your bag with you, but you still need to make a plan for those disruptions, not just for if you have to evacuate, but what you're going to do if you have a power outage. Where are the batteries, the extra batteries stored? Where are the candles or the flashlights stored? Um, Do you have like a a little gas stove and a little small propane tank that you can cook dinner on if you need to, if you don't have, you know, something that's working. Maybe it's storming outside, so you can't even use your barbecue or fire pit or whatever, right? So you have to kind of think through how you're going to do things. What are you going to eat? Um, How are you going to cook your food? Where are you going to get clean water? If you have a disruption, like something happens to the city water and it's not clean, it's not pure, and you can't drink out of it, Do you have some sort of like water filtration system or purification system? Okay. Even something as simple as having a Brita pitcher, you know, in your fridge so you can purify the water or some sort of water bottle with like a filter in it, things like that. Those are really important to think through everything that you do in a day, right? How am I going to shower? How am I going to um, eat and cook my food? How am I going to drink water? Like, how am I going to get my clean water? Do I have clothes? Do I have um, diapers and wipes for my little ones? You know, all these things, you have to think through all the things that you're going to be needing. Do I have a way to charge my cell phone so I have a way to communicate? You know, do I do I have um, a way to charge like my watch or other electronics, things that I'm going to need, right? Solar chargers are a great thing to have. There's tons of different things. And I, I don't want to go into a ton of detail. I want to keep this pretty short and simple. But if you're interested in things like this, let us know in the Facebook group or Instagram and we can um, we can go through and maybe do another episode where it's got a lot more in detail, but we're kind of keeping this pretty short and quick, right? A little quick tip Tuesday. <laughs> so types of disruptions that you might encounter, okay? Think about power outages. Think about a flood, a wildfire, wind, hurricane, tornado, a home fire, a home flood. Um, I don't know. Anything that you can think of there. I'm sure there's more out there, but just get familiar with your area. Things that have occurred or that might occur in your area that that is a kind of a normal disruption that could happen in your area so you can be prepared for that. Cuz every area is going to be slightly different on things that you're going to need to prepare for. So, let's do a quick recap. One, create a family survival kit. Again, that is your 72-hour kit or your bug out bag. Two, make a plan. Sit down with your family during family council or family home evening, and create an emergency plan for your family. Know where you're going to go, where you're going to meet up, um, where your bags are going to be stored, where your supplies are, create a buddy system, all the things. Three, get familiar with your area. Know what does that, no, sorry, know what natural disasters have occurred or might occur in the future in your area. What just, what disruptions you could encounter and how to prepare for those. I hope this was helpful to you. I hope it blessed you in some way. And I hope it helps you to feel a little more faith going through any sort of disruption because the fear is dispelled when we choose to prepare with faith. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you Thursday. Have an amazing week. We'll talk to you soon.
All right. Until next time, go on over and check us out on our Facebook group at High Five Motherhood Mamas Group or come on over and hang out with us on Instagram at High Five Motherhood. For more mom life hacks, homemaking, productivity and time management tips and tricks, organization ideas, recipes, meal prep and planning and more. Okay, there's so much information on there that you can enjoy in between each episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you found value in today's episode or from this podcast in general, take a quick screenshot of this podcast and share it on your stories on Instagram or post it on Facebook because remember, sharing is caring. Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.